And now we continue with part three of Conrad's story, entitled The Sun. When do you come into this picture? When are you born? I'm born 59, uh, middle of, of three boys. Uh, my older brother, 57. A mm-hmm. uh, bunch of miscarriages before that. They were trying very hard to have kids. Okay. Uh, and I think perhaps on a schedule because I have the same birthday as my older brother. <laughs> <laughs> which is some kind of insane family planning yeah. and uh, ruined my relationship with Lucas for many years. Uh, you know, he's two years old and suddenly this kid shows up on his birthday. Yeah. Not so cool. Yeah. <laughs> but we're friends now. That's good. Yeah. Um, you're born in Boston. Uh, in, in Cambridge. Uh, <laughs> there's a real pain yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, okay. uh, yeah um, Mount Auburn Hospital so when do you realize that you're coming from this unbelievable story that's uh, that uh, maybe uh, 10 or 12 mm-hmm. uh, it just seemed so normal that uh, we had all this art on the walls, that uh, my father would disappear uh, into his studio. And uh, from the time I was five, we were in this big old Victorian house. And he had what had been the servants' quarters on the third floor to himself. Okay. And he would go up there and he would uh, close the door and uh, go to work. Uh, I thought it was nothing really remarkable. Uh, until later. Okay. When, how, like, how long later? Like, I keep trying to figure that out myself. Uh, when we were kids, he tried to teach us German, uh, and he gave up because uh, we made fun of the sounds. <laughs> uh, sounded like spitting. And uh, he didn't try that hard. He was still really angry at Germany. Okay. Uh, but now he's... Okay, you're growing up in an in an affluent area. Yeah, your father is working for Harvard and he's teaching at the Boston Art School. Mm-hmm. Your mother is uh, perpetually working on her PhD and Henry James. Uh, what was her? Uh, what did she study? English. Uh, really? Yeah. Literature. Uh, English literature. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. It was a very close environment. My mother wasn't on a plane until 1981. Mm-hmm. Uh, they never went really anywhere except uh, between their summer house and their winter house. Okay. And that was a trip of 71 miles, and we used to have to break it with lunch at Howard Johnson's because it was too <laughs> far. You know, uh, Massachusetts is kind of small. Uh, but they were living a small life. He had already lived, yeah. so he didn't need to do any more. Did you go to private schools? I did. Uh, there was uh, educational upheaval in, in uh, uh, public schools at that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, forced busing to achieve racial integration at the high school level. So you're growing up in a segregated... What well... Year, what year is this again? Uh, I start school in 64. Okay. And I graduate high school in uh, 77. So Brown versus Board of Education is 1954. Yes. Schools aren't integrated but, until... Uh, there was integration and then there was integration. Yeah. And uh, the Athens of America, which is what Boston has been called, um, uh, was not so much the Athens of America. Uh, and I don't know what the Supreme Court case is, but but... Forced busing to achieve racial integration um, was a political theory uh, propounded by African Americans as they gained political power. And the goal was not to get black kids into white schools. It was to get white kids into black schools. Mm -hmm. So they put some resources in there. Uh, And nobody learned anything from 74 to 76 in a public school in Boston. Uh, It was all about political struggle and and bombings and this, that, and the other. Uh, But my my mother was was a a snob. uh, 
and wanted the best education possible for us, and I'm very grateful. Uh, my high school uh, was an educational experiment by the black sheep of the Merrill family of Merrill Lynch, Pierce, Fenner, and Smith, so we had a lot of money. Mm-hmm. There were 123 kids over four grades. I had 23 kids in my graduating class. I never had a class with more than eight students. Uh, my high school was the hardest education I ever did, and I went to private college and then public grad school and got my MFA. Okay. And I never worked harder than I did in high school. Uh, wow. And and socially, my, my grade school education was, was prima. Uh, a school called Buckingham, mm-hmm. later Buckingham, Brown, and Nichols. Did your parents participate in marches? Uh, yeah, my mother marched against the war, uh, and my father grew his beard and said he would never shave again until the war ended. And but like in, during civil rights? Uh, there wasn't that much marching for civil rights in Massachusetts. We, we thought it was done. Okay. Um, uh, it, was, it was anti-war. Uh, through most of my childhood. Right. Uh, For a reason. Yes. <laughs> as, we've, yes. as we're discovering right now. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. So you went to an elitist private boarding school? Not boarding. Uh, only day. Okay, so day you school. came home. Okay. Yeah, home every day. Um, when did you decide that you wanted to become an actor in second grade first time I set foot on stage really yeah uh, I, I realized I was home from that moment on uh, I didn't you know go out and become a child actor or anything like that right. I only had the opportunity in schools uh, but if anyone asked me what I was going to be when I grew up I told them I was going to be an actor okay uh, where do you think that came from um was it a school? I am I am genetically predisposed. Uh I'm comfortable on stage. I don't feel the danger. I have a good voice. Uh-huh. Uh and I, I have some serious skill um that I, I largely taught myself. You know, every time I've had an acting class that made sense to me, I was already doing this stuff uh before I got to the class. Okay. Uh it was very natural. Uh and if I were to advise a person like me, uh-huh. uh, if I had known that they existed, I would have gone to a conservatory when I went to college, not to a liberal arts. Uh, I, what I needed to learn was how to get the work, not how to do the work. Okay. Uh, and so I wasted time in college screwing around with Spanish and uh, <laughs> trying to well, learn where did physics. You, where, did you, where did you go to college? Uh, McAllister College, St. Paul, Minnesota. Okay. Uh, Is it known for its... Theater? Uh, What it had was one of five uh, Eisenhower stages in the country. Uh, He was a a theater designer. uh, And the the theater was was hydraulic. Uh, If you were in a straight proscenium theater, the seats were like this. Mm -hmm. But they could rise and swing out, and then you could be in a thrust environment. Or they could build bleachers behind the proscenium and be in, in the round environment okay uh, but it was a liberal arts school and I ended up there because my older brother had applied there and the literature was lying around the house okay and I wanted to get out of Cambridge Massachusetts. <laughs> uh, and it was halfway across the country okay yeah it is like the mid you're moving to the Midwest yeah I never really went home again except for weekends okay uh, so you got your undergraduate in theater mm-hmm. and education certified to teach Okay. What types of performances did you do at college? In college, did, you know, whatever was going on. Uh, Shakespeare, uh-huh. uh, Moliere, uh, uh, whatever was in musicals, uh-huh. uh, although I don't sing. Can you sing? I was no, going to ask you. Okay. No, I'm not a triple threat. I'm a single threat. Okay. <laughs> Act some. Can't dance, can't sing. Yeah. Uh, this was my father's insistence that I get a liberal arts education. Mm-hmm. I didn't really understand what that meant, but I had a lot of fun, mm-hmm. a lot of good friends, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, transitioned from that into 
community theater in mm-hmm. Minnesota, uh, working for free, um, where I met my first wife, uh, and she wanted uh, to teach, so we decided to go to grad school. Okay. And uh, I discovered that that was a gold mine. Uh, they were looking for talented actors. Uh, I had offers from 23 schools. Fantastic. Uh, we went where they would take us both. Um, I went to Michigan State okay. in Lansing. Uh, we're there for three years, and then she got a job in Washington, and I followed her and landed in the middle of a regional theater movement that was just beginning to explode. What year is this? This is, uh, we got out of school in 87. Okay. Uh, so that's when, when I graduated high school. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so in 87, you're entering D.C.? Yeah. And uh, I started in dinner theater and, and then worked my way up to, to the big theaters in town. And by the time I quit, uh, I wasn't auditioning anymore. I had uh, work lined up six to nine months in advance. Was living in a nice house in the suburb with my wife and my dog. Fantastic. Uh, in, a, in an existence that was not supposed to be possible. Uh, but we got to a point, uh, she quit her, her lifetime job mm-hmm. uh, in a political protest over the firing of one of her friends mm-hmm. uh, and got bored with Washington. And I was doing plays just because I was being asked to do plays rather than because I wanted to do them. Okay. I was burned out. Uh, and after... My mother died, and and my father was almost dying. Uh, She thought, why don't we move uh, to the place where they had their summer home? Uh, And that seemed like an interesting change to me and a a way to to break out of my rut because there's no theater up there. In Massachusetts. Yeah, two theaters in Providence and some theaters in Boston. Okay. uh, So we uh, bought a house uh, in the country, and, and we're living there for five years, and till all this Bauhaus stuff came up and, and then uh, uh, met Marie Louisa and uh, turned everything upside down. It went from a safe, secure environment to spending half my day not knowing what the fuck is going on. Pardon my French. That's okay. Uh, uh, you know, I, I get three sentences in at, at the Revy uh, and then I'm done. Uh, you know, they... Froes Wachenender is about the end of the line for me. Uh, and this will change. Yeah. But, okay, so how many years did you live in D.C.? Uh, 32, 33. That's a long time. Yeah, yeah. Are you a playwright as well? No. Just no. a stage I am, actor? I am labor. Okay. I'm not management. I don't direct. I don't uh, create. I, I perform as directed. What play did you work in that you liked the best like what kind of what uh, kind of genre are you uh anything going but my favorite uh by far uh, is a play called uh, amadeus okay uh peter schaffer okay uh, playing salieri uh, so would these plays run like broadway shows they'd run like years and years no, and years no 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 it's a uh, uh, each theater has a season of say five or six plays okay. you rehearse five weeks perform Nine weeks, sometimes, if it's really lucky, 20, mm-hmm. 22 weeks. Okay. That's the longest run I ever had. But you had work lined up months and months and months, so yeah. like you were a very like, I was, sought I had achieved after. whole employment, full-time employment. Okay. Uh, and, and even sweeter than that, uh, I was also an employee of the Library of Congress uh, recording audio books. Okay. Uh, and choosing which ones I wanted to do, too. Okay. Uh, so are writers and directors seeking you out? Yes. That's they nice. were, and, and producing organizations okay. uh, it would, would force people to take me in their plays if they yeah. wanted me there. Nice. Um, and then it's not to say there wasn't uh, any struggle, but uh, a competent actor uh, in that time uh, couldn't help but be employed. Okay. Uh, you never did any television... Never. 
any movie, any commercial. The only actor in Washington who was never on Homicide, which was <laughs> the first big, uh, also Wired was filmed in Baltimore okay. too. Uh, never, not once. And that was, you know, that was circumstance. I was either too busy to go to the auditions mm-hmm. or, or couldn't take the assignment if I got it because okay. I was busy. Okay. Uh, and when I was not busy, I went to the Library of Congress. Okay. Uh, it was a sweet setup. So when you moved back home mm. to Massachusetts, uh, you bought a house in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, what were your what were your what were your plans at that time? Uh, at that time, uh, there was hope and discussion of a one man show here uh, in conjunction with uh, the the hundredth anniversary. Okay. So I spent two and a half years off and on working on this. Uh, but the money man for the project died. His wife had no interest. And the Bauhaus itself uh, decided that the focus was going to be looking forward and not back. And so a memory play of my grandfather based on his writings and so on uh, held less interest but to it's the still- community. But it's still in the works. No, I, I, I put it in the back. You bagged it. Uh, I bagged it. Uh, the research is still there and, and uh, sort of partial first draft. Okay. Uh, but I also discovered that I'm not really cut out to do this work. Uh, okay. And my wife was a writer. She was doing some of it, but then it was filtered by her feelings about what a drama should be and so on. So okay. there, was, there was some conflict. Um, that would be interesting and I'm sure perhaps you're still thinking about uh, yeah they talk about performance opportunities here but but Bauhaus talks a lot about a lot of things mm-hmm. uh, and concrete action is, is sometimes harder to achieve Okay. Uh, right now everybody is, is sort of walking around on eggshells because of the new director and wanting to know which way she wants to take everything okay uh, um and outsiders are sniping at her already uh, <laughs> politics everywhere you go yeah um but my first sort of uh, public appearance from the Bauhaus will be at Christmas time uh the they have in the museum uh these these I don't even know what the formal name is for them uh these discussions or talks once or twice a month, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm going to do one about a Christmas painting of my father's. Okay, uh, and that'll be sort of the first. Uh, you know, the the language barrier makes things difficult okay. right now, um, but there is hope to be involved in in my chosen profession uh, over there. Okay, uh, and not just my wishes. It's it's things that they bring up. Uh, uh, Sir Ian McKellen developed a one-man show of of Shakespeare uh, uh, (laughs) uh, that he used to help raise money for theaters. Okay. I have a hope to do that someday. Uh, But again, you know, you'd have to find an audience that would accept an evening of English which you you can find that here. Increasingly so. Yeah, yeah I, I realize that. There's and no I, doubt about that. It's much different than when I first came here. Yeah. You mentioned earlier that when your mother passed away, you and your father became, that, that gave you the opportunity to become closer. Yes, to not be filtered by my mother. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Um, if you want to. Yeah, sure. There's no, there's no problem with that. Uh, Part of it was uh, her wanting to protect my little brother. Uh, and so everything was sort of skewed around what does Charles think and uh, what does Charles want. Um, but, you know, she she controlled my father in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was a teenager, he told me never to tell him anything that I didn't want my mother to hear because he told my mother everything. Okay. But then, say seven to 10 years later, she goes out to lunch one day 
and he brings me up to the studio and hands me two portraits of his first wife uh, and, and tells me to take them because they'll be destroyed when he dies. Uh, and I think that he told her they were already destroyed. Right. Uh, and this kind of deception, uh, acting is lying. I have no problem with it. But it was shocking coming from him. Uh, and after she died, uh, supposedly all the pictures of her had been destroyed. Photos. <coughs> Did you hide them somewhere in the house? Uh, well, they were beyond coming to visit me, so I could just have them in my house, but I didn't display them. Oh, so he get, you were already out of the house by then? Yeah, I was home for a visit. Okay. And he tied them together face to face, and I put them in the trunk of my car and drove them away two days later. Uh, and now, by force majeure, they are mine, mm-hmm. uh, and someday will be exhibited. They were very popular on Insta when I put them up. Perfect. Uh, was it... I mean, you're coming from such a f- interesting background. Like, I would assume there would be an open-mindedness about previous relationships. Maybe not. Maybe I'm wrong about this particular. It's this particular time period, isn't it? Uh, but they were you? they were they were strange people. My father went along with the party line established by my mother. Um, my mother hated my first wife. Uh, she thought that an actor needed to, to be alone and lonely and struggling to... Uh, Why is that? Uh, well, I, I, they were very strong women. Uh, and my wife was Taurus. Uh, and, you know, we were children when we married, at 23. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was... Uh, still afraid of them. I didn't tell them until the night before we got married we were getting married. So the whole thing started a little strange. Um, But it was tough. Uh, In our early days, I had a life-threatening illness uh, in the early days of our marriage. Mm -hmm. Uh, And she was the filter between my family and myself. Uh, And that put us in an artificial contact uh, that lasted for several years. Okay. Uh, and it, it helped uh, keep the marriage going for the 30 years. That Did they come and see you in Washington? Uh, yeah, and when there was an important play, uh, they would come down uh, until the uh, early or mid-90s. Uh, my mother fought cancer for seven years. Mm-hmm. Uh, finally died in 99 um, so it was difficult to, to travel and my father hated to travel anyway okay uh, but they saw me on stage four maybe five times okay uh, did they like your work I think so that's good uh, when I was in eighth grade I played Petruchio for the first time uh and my father had come to see nothing in grade school uh-huh. and such. And he came to see that. And I said, you know, why did you wait so long? And he said, uh, well, I knew you were going to be all right. Okay. Uh, so I didn't need to worry about you. Uh, and my mother thought, thought some of the things I did were frivolous. But I think she was proud. Um, that Those kind of adjectives didn't come up much yeah. uh, in this family. There was approval of my life choice Uh, to be an actor. I was entering the family business. And I was really lucky that I was not in competition with anyone. Mm -hmm. When Lux uh, was trying to interest people in his art, people kept coming back to the photographs. Uh, And he became more famous for his early photography than for his painting. And... This caused more trouble between him and his brother because his brother had been the photographer. And now suddenly here is Lux. Um, Is it just petty, like, jealousies? Like, why wouldn't siblings be supportive of their uh, talents? Well, there's complicated issues. Yeah. Um, Because, I mean, again, like, normal people don't, have these types of experiences, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Where there's like 
buildings named after them, <laughs> like books written about them. You yeah. you keep saying like, well, there's one book came out last year, two years. I mean, there's always going. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is a part of your life, and this is not a part of like 99% of the population. Yeah, I have come to see it as very normal. Right. Um, so I couldn't imagine like the the competition within you know these siblings that are striving to be like recognized globally. It is like a celebrity lifestyle in a sense. Yes, but uh, yeah, yeah, it opens I, it opens doors. Yeah, I achieved my resident alien status. Uh, because Feininger comes back to Dessau. Right. Uh, when when I was trying to get this stupid driver's license, uh, the the eye test guy finds out I'm Feininger. He refuses to charge me. Yeah. Uh, this is cool. Um, you know, you 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 sign in at a hotel, and, and people know who you are in this country, mm-hmm. never in the U.S. Right. Uh, you know, people in the know uh, would have a poster of his or or whatever. Uh, especially popular on college campuses, blah, blah, blah. Right. Uh, but if there is a feeling of celebrity, it's over here. Okay. Um, but if, if, if I uh, but again, went into the Revy in, in Curtin and said, I'm finding her, people yeah, go, huh? Again, like, you know, your grandfather has work in the MoMA. Mm-hmm. And other various, like, yeah. national art galleries in America. Yeah. Your father also has yes uh, significant works in museums across the world right i assume at this point uh, yes yes uh, i mean in the times wa- they're in storage but yeah they they'd have them i mean i could walk through the smithsonian probably and find a piece from your family you could find a room in the uh, see i feel embarrassed for even saying a piece <laughs> uh, no they uh, there's some very knowledgeable art collectors have made the the art in washington uh uh, in the in the modern wing, yeah. Uh, but my father's stuff is is there, but it's in storage, yeah. uh, and you're more likely to see one of his photos. Okay. Where does this leave you with this legacy? Leaves me very proud, uh, super proud, yeah. uh, to a certain degree, financially protected. Uh, Are you managing like, like you? What are you managing right now as far as like your family's work? Uh, well, I mean, I don't want to get into legal complications no, or anything uh, like that, but like. But there, there really aren't. Uh, I spent the first months negotiating a deal with the uh, uh, Bauhaus Dessau uh, to uh, take care of my collection because I, I had a, a big old house in the country. And had everything around me, uh, and that doesn't happen here, uh-huh. uh, certainly not yet. Um, so that took some months, and then uh, inputting it into the archive, you know, uh, inventory and, and condition reports and so on. Uh-huh. Uh, we made a, a deal where, with three months' notice, I can have anything back that I want. Uh, and I'm forming relationships with, with museums around the country, and eventually I think they're going to start being finding her exhibits. Yeah. Uh, to some extent, this has been hampered by corona, uh, and it's also the change of leadership. Uh, the first exhibit we always said was going to be here because they are the caretakers of the work, and mm-hmm. the first exhibit probably won't be until next year, okay. late in the year. Uh, there'll be little tiny things before then. Mm-hmm. But this is a long-term project for me, uh, and I am I am determined to make my father uh, more famous. Uh, so, you want to make your you want to to show the world your father's artwork? Yes, uh, and that's what he wanted as well. Yeah, but not enough to take gallery representation to to use his name to 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 push himself forward in any way. He didn't really need to. Uh, not only was he teaching himself, but you know, only two days a week. Uh, but he he could rely on my grandfather's uh, sales of his stuff to to finance the family. Okay, and that was sort of the business model that I grew up with. So everything that you 
everything that was taken from Germany when they left in 1937 and everything you got from Quedlinburg, mm -hmm. that's your inventory. Uh, yeah, you could, you could say that. And then now your father's work has been added to that. Sure. And so you've got... Do you, are you, you're managing this or... Uh, the, the responsibility you have, you have of management has been, has been lifted from my shoulders. Okay. Uh, there are, I think, 1,344 pieces uh, in the archive of the Bauhaus, you know, okay. in the old brewery. Okay. Uh, and they are uh, caretakers for it, uh, but I still have the right to do with it what I will. Okay. Um, so it's over there. Mm-hmm. In a uh, air-conditioned room, yeah, yeah, sealed, all that kind of stuff. It's a very cool space. Okay. Yeah. I've, is that open for public? No. Okay. So it's a storage unit, basically. Uh, yeah, but it's it's like five floors of a commercial brewery. Did uh, you bring all of that stuff over last year when you came? Yeah, when I came, it was shipped uh, by a moving company called Hurtling, uh, who uh, specialize in transatlantic work and also in art so did you find that space or did you contact like <laughs> um i had hopes that this would work the way it did um uh, uh, the brewery stuff is the brewery stuff is quite protected good uh big security okay um and part of that building is open to the public that brow house thing they do in the summertime okay uh was over there when i first got here okay um but no, the average person can't get in to see this stuff. Okay. Uh, only by appointment. So if somebody wants to, if some museum around the world mm. wants to display it, they contact you. Yeah, and uh, I contact my friends at the Bauhaus Museum, and with three months' notice, uh, anything can go wherever it needs to go. Okay. And then if three months you want it back, you get it back. That's the contract. Uh, yeah, if, if, if I say next week that I'm unhappy and want it all, uh, three months later it would all come to me. Okay. Uh, but I hope we have a positive and productive relationship. Yeah, yeah of course, of course, uh, of course. I mean, the idea is to celebrate. Yes, yes. Uh, and, well, dude, uh, I'm sure every museum in every European city is going to be like, if they're not already contacting you, they're like, okay, look, we got to find this guy. Uh, yeah. So far, the, the word isn't out, uh, except in casual conversation. Okay. Uh, and I keep getting involved with little things, uh, like, you know, the, the naming of the gymnasium in, in Halle yeah. and so on. It's special. Uh, yeah. I mean, do you like to do those little small gigs? Well, I'm, I'm actually a very shy person. Uh, I like forcing myself to say five or six sentences in German that mm -hmm. I read off a page. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I like the atmosphere at that school especially. Uh, but I'm happiest when I'm talking uh, about the other people in my family, uh, okay. not about myself. Okay. You're humble. Uh, modest. About that particular. Okay, modest yeah. is a better adjective. Yeah. Uh, but I'm also uh, uh, one of the vainest people you'll meet, too. Uh, I am very proud of, of the work that I've accomplished. Mm -hmm. uh, as Shakespeare said in Henry V, if it be a sin to covet honor, I am the most offending soul alive. Uh, but I, I don't say, and when I did Hamlet, I defined the way the role will be played for sure. the rest of the world. <laughs> How many times did you do Hamlet? Uh, only once. Okay. Uh, but I did it before I was 30. Okay. Uh, and that was a good experience. Uh, for, for Shakespeare, I've also played Macbeth. And that was a lot harder. Yeah. Uh, the fights. <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk a little bit about what brought you here? Yeah, that's fine. And then... It's no secret. Yeah. Um, and then we... I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't like uh, social media. Uh -huh. uh, my fiancé is teaching me to use Instagram as a tool. Okay. But we met uh, through Facebook. Um, and at the time, I was being tugged towards Germany partly because I wanted out of America. Uh-huh. Uh, I uh, 
It's not America anymore. Uh, even with this new administration, it's not America anymore. Uh, and uh, I, I discovered uh, at age 62 what, what real love is. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, I first came surreptitiously, uh, but then by the, the second visit, I realized that we were not going to live in the shadows. We were going to live in the sunshine and, okay. and become honest people. She was in the process of a divorce herself, uh, but I, I came back and, and uh, uh, settled my affairs in the United States and, and came over here. So everything is finished in the States. Yeah. Sold my house, was divorced the first week in January, uh, and uh, have no ties. I'm still a full U.S. citizen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... You know, my wife, first wife and I were a good team, and we were uh, very good friends. Uh, and I, I regret having uh, caused her hurt because she thought we were all set for the rest of our lives. Uh, but my biggest sadness is that I lost my dogs. Okay. Uh, we both agreed that they shouldn't fly in a plane. And I didn't know that there were airlines that fly pets in, in the cabin. Yeah, of course they do. Uh, I didn't know that. Okay. Uh, we thought it was, you know, in the hold kind of situation. No, 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 no. Um, but it's also. I mean, certain airlines do, but certain airlines don't. What kind of dogs? Uh, Labradors, both. Oh. Yeah. Uh, you could have split one and one. Yeah. No. Uh, and I'm I am resigned to that, and uh, uh, I'm mercifully blocked on Facebook by uh, Kathy, the first wife. Uh, uh, so I don't see them. She posts pictures of them all the time, and they are they are out of sight, but they are not out of mind. Uh, and when we have a a bigger uh, living situation, uh, Marie Louisa and I, first priority is to get a dog. Get a dog. Uh, get a I golden. Get a golden. No smaller now. Okay. Uh, some kind of a terrier, probably. Okay. Uh, maybe a schnauzer. Uh, but. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm too old to be dragged around by big dogs. <laughs> and space requirements are smaller in this country. Uh, what can you learn from... Okay, you've lived here in Dessau for, what, nine months? Uh, nine months and okay. a, a few weeks before that. So you're coming in at 62. Uh, you've visited this country before. You know, you know how much it means to your family. Like, what, what can you be taught here by... Germany uh, as far as like personality character the way things are done differently like respect for professionalism okay uh, would be the first that I say you know I, I watch what this country is going through trying to set up a new government uh, and it is completely mysterious to me I mean this guy won the election so why isn't he blah 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 uh, but the way these discussions are conducted uh, there is a respect for the political class. Um, and I would have said until I re- really got here that there's generally respect for, for order, which I appreciate. You know, nobody is jaywalking across the street. They're waiting for the light. Uh, now, to some of that is, is destroyed by people like Lupin. Uh, the graffiti in this country is, is, is amazing to me and not in a positive way. Uh, I don't understand. Okay. You know, and I keep waiting for them to destroy these pieces over by the Bauhaus. Um, but uh, in general, there is an order to this country that people uh, don't cut in line. Uh, uh, and if they do, then other people say, hey, hey, hey. Uh, I can't tell you the, the number of times that Marie Louisa has dropped what we are doing to help a child on the street, you know, who's being harassed and picked on or, or has fallen off their bicycle. Okay. Uh, and in America... Yeah, put the blinders on. Yeah, complete. Um, and I appreciate that. Um, as to the rest of it, uh, my personal life is so blissful that it could be the worst place in the world to live, and I would still be happy. Okay. 
That's a nice day. <laughs> <laughs> it could be the worst place to live in the world. And I was so. Our first apartment in Myanmar, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, where's all this youthfulness coming from in the identity of of these warm, fuzzy feelings of love at 62? Like, where. I mean, is it when when I sought uh, counseling in all of the, the process of this change, uh, the image that I could come up with is that I had been living like a leaf floating in the current of a river, uh, you know, going where external forces took me right. rather than where I wanted to be, and. When I got the leaf to the shore and climbed out of the water, I realized that no matter how late in life it is, and she's older than I am, uh, love had been missing, you know? And it wasn't to say that I didn't tell my first wife that I loved her, uh, but we were a team, uh, not a couple. Uh, and had enough uh, resources and good luck in life to have this go on to the last day of our life. Mm. You know, and I, I made a sort of half-hearted attempt to change by allowing the move to Westport, uh, to the summer house, uh, where I knew I was going to divorce myself uh, from acting. Mm -hmm. uh, because a regional theater career is very safe, but it's, it's nothing once you leave the region, right. you know? Uh, my <laughs> credits mean nothing in Boston and nothing in New York and nothing in Los Angeles. Okay. Yeah, and the idea of starting over again at uh, 55 when we moved was repulsive to me. Okay. Uh, the, the struggle I had to get my foot in the door, that's a young man's game. Okay. So I knew I was making a big change. How does your partner feel about walking into this biography uh she's still somewhat starstruck by it because she was a big finding her fan uh and as a resident of dessau uh used the resources to know what what it, it means mm -hmm. uh you know it was at Bauhaus events and so on and so forth uh also was a librarian so had access to books that other people don't um she is uh, more protective of the name than I am, uh, and I had to I had to beg my first wife to take my name, and she has since we divorced gone back to her maiden name. Mm -hmm. uh, Marie Louisa is is happy to be a Feininger, uh, and that's not a reason to marry somebody. Right, but, but. Uh, uh, she understands and is also fully on board with with this work on my. My father, uh, my own personal efforts so far are largely limited to Insta, but uh, I encourage you to go to Tilak's Finding on Insta and yeah. see these paintings. I mean, now that we've met, and I've I just know just a little bit about you know your story, like it's I'm, it's, it's gratifying, you know, it really is, um, and I'm glad that. You know, I'm glad that either it was Ilka or John or Kirsten or somebody here said like, hey, like, let's talk to this guy, you know, because I'm just, I'm a, you know, I'm a fish out of water when it comes to these kinds of topics. Yeah. But, you know, by the same token, I see myself as a refugee from Trump, uh, just like a, a refugee is fleeing Lebanon or Syria or whatever. Uh, but this is not how I am seen. Uh, I promised the city of Dessau I would never take a penny from the government, which is... I mean, this is interesting. We talked about this, like, okay, so why was it difficult for you to immigrate I think to Germany? Is this it, just your age? I don't know. Uh, you know, when we did this, I was in a panic because I had to go back to sell my house, uh, I got divorced over Zoom after I got back, but I had to sell my house. <laughs> a Zoom divorce. A Zoom divorce. That's pretty yeah. cool. <laughs> uh, 
Sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's kind of fun. Uh, <laughs> but there was no guarantee I was going to be able to come back. You know, the travel with the COVID yeah. uh, was awful. Right. You know, and I, I got friends of mine to involve high-level government people. Mm -hmm. And the way I came back was, was as... Uh, Marie Louise's guest, mm -hmm. but was shaking hands and, and all these papers from here, there, and everywhere. I get here and there was nobody at the immigration booth at the airport, so I just walked into the country, but that's another story. Uh, you know, <laughs> look at these papers. I worked hard to get them. You're what, you're on lunch? Uh, but they're stamped now, right? Just in case. Uh, I have, I, I, am, I am safe until November of 2022. Okay, perfect. But then it starts over again. Okay. Uh, but, you know, uh, when we covered health insurance in the course book, mm -hmm. all the other people in class have the same card that my wife-to-be has right. of health insurance. Right. And I have this little piece of cardboard uh, that I haven't dared to use and probably would only bring out. In the, in the, and I'm the only one who is signing his separate piece of paper because I'm paying for this myself, yeah. which maybe makes me work harder at it. Yeah. Um, but I am not averse to a leg up, and I have people beginning to work for me mm -hmm. in Hala. Uh, I know it's going to be difficult because of my age to become a citizen. There are rules about that. Mm -hmm. um, what does marriage guarantee you to a citizen? We're not quite sure about that. Uh, I don't know that it guarantees me anything okay uh, and I don't marry for that reason right um, I am much more interested in using my grandmother's Jewish identity and the political consequences of Lionel's art uh, to uh, to say I have the right to return right even though it's sticky because Lionel was an American citizen all the time he lived here. He was never German. I would see the state making an exemption because well, of this the is historical my, this significance is of, your, of your grandfather. Uh, and, and the politicians I have met so far have, have been uh, helpful, if not useful. Right. Uh, uh, Hasselhoff helped uh, finally shake the last pieces from Quedlinburg. Okay. Uh, and I met him through... Uh, a woman in Halle mm -hmm. who runs the Stiftung, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Um, but I hope to involve more political people and maybe to get a lawyer. And, and maybe the story is interesting enough that they do make an exception. I can become some kind of cultural resource. Uh, finding her returns to Germany. Yes. Um, but I can't promise myself that that's going to work. Um, I mean, I can see that's your what that's the name of your one man play right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm back. I mean, once the dust settles mm -hmm. and everything is sort of in place, and I can begin to communicate in the language of the country in which I live, uh, are you going to keep pursuing? Like, I'm certainly within lingua through May. Uh, David is an excellent teacher. Uh, but as I said the other day, grammar is going to kill me because it killed me when I was studying English, yeah. you know, as a kid. Uh, there was this uh, experiment where a, a Venusian came down to earth and learned English. Uh, it was a complete waste of time. Uh, the closest to, to learning grammar I came, I don't know if you remember when you were a kid, uh, Sniglets. Uh, for road trips where there'd be a ridiculous okay. story and you'd say, give me an adverb, give yeah. me an adjective, yeah. and then you read the story that comes yeah. out of that. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. as close as I get. Interesting. Uh, um, any plans to continue like again you were talking about this book and this book and this book are you also compiling something for publication no, or is no. just, you just want to enjoy your time yeah if called upon, if you accept those invitations, then yeah, I'll yeah. gladly endorse whatever. But the, the goal here now is to promote your father's art. Yes. Okay. Uh, and if anyone asks, I would be happy to act again, but I'm not looking for it. Okay. Uh, well, you know the theater, you know the history of the theater here in Dessau. Yes. 
Uh, and I like the theater here yeah. in Tessa. Uh, Hitler loved his theater. I know. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> I've seen that documentary. Uh, <laughs> eh, it's no knock on. It's not. It's no knock on the theater. It's a, no. it's a beautiful theater. No. Uh, and and Dessa was a much livelier place then, uh, with with more industry and so on than it has now. Uh, yeah. Well, Conrad. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, dude, thank you so much, man. Uh, like, seriously. I'm, I'm happy to do it. Like, this is the most English that I've managed to speak in, in months. It's very yeah. comforting. Uh, well, you haven't forgotten it. <laughs> no. No, and I don't think I ever will. Uh, no, but thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for, for doing this. Um, and hopefully, um, yeah, hopefully... We'll see each other again. Hopefully, I think I hope so. so. Yeah, uh, you know, like, if nothing else, this expedition to Hala. But uh, no, I mean, I'm a, I mean, like, I mean, we can see each other if you want to. Like, I'm in town. Yeah, uh, and me too. You know, uh, Marie Louisa and I are still in the early days of obsession with each other, uh, but it isn't to say that that uh, one one can't uh, meet. And I'm not a prisoner. Uh, yeah. It's it's by desire. Are you here over the Christmas holidays? You yes. said you're doing something at the Bauhaus Museum. Uh, yeah, in, in around the 16th or okay. so of December. Okay. Uh, we have no plans unless somebody invites us somewhere. Okay. Uh, and there are a couple of people who might invite us to the Baltic, uh, which we both love and yeah. like to. Uh, and having time from school, I don't like to, to miss. Yeah, of course. Uh, but I missed three days last week and was completely confused <laughs> yesterday in class and really happy it was canceled for today. <laughs> yeah, it's a, good, it's a good day to catch up on the studying from last week. But um, yeah, well, then I will look forward to seeing you in school and I will look forward yeah, to please. seeing you out, out yeah. and about. Yeah, and I, I'm happy to, to go and get a beer or whatever. That sounds great. Um, Let's plan excellent. it. Excellent. You've made this very easy. I appreciate it. No, dude, I'm... Thanks again. <laughs> It's my pleasure, and I'm always happy to talk about my family. 